Welcome to Thrive Through Marketing, the only organic content marketing podcast for mental wellness companies. You have a mission to impact the world, and I have a mission to help you do that, all while increasing revenue, creating a new stream of customers, and reaching people before they even know they need you. With more than a decade of experience in organic content marketing and a deep passion and respect for mental wellness, there's one thing I know for sure. When you thrive, your customers thrive. That's why I'm here to deliver strategies, ideas, insights, and interviews from storytelling and analytics to practical steps and high-level vision. We cover it all. So if you're ready to leverage the power of organic content marketing, let's get started. Welcome back to Thrive Through Marketing. I am so excited to have you here to talk about something that actually just came up on a sales call with a brand new client. We were talking about working together. They have done a lot of marketing. Their Instagram is amazing. They have a couple newsletter or two main, um, what's what I'm looking for, uh, groups that they send their newsletter to multiple times a month, which is awesome. I love when people are emailing their subscribers multiple times a month that we should do. We'll do another episode on that, on why I like that. Um, And they have a lot of like video content and they have um, a membership. They offer a membership for their uh, Pilates and breath work and mindset membership. And um, so they have lots of video content within the membership and stuff like that. But our big, their big concern as we were going through the proposal and what we were going to do together was how do we bring all these things together? And like, where does the SEO content, which is something I'm going to execute for them, where does that fit into all this? Because for them, that's been their biggest challenge this, I guess, this whole time is they just didn't get started with this more intentional and consistent blog content because they just didn't even know where it fit within all of this. And that's so common. We live in a world where content is queen, king, whatever you want to say. Content is of utmost importance. And so being great businesses and great marketers, we're creating a lot of content. But the question is, how does it all work together? And more importantly, why does that even matter? So I want to share today A, why that matters, and B, basically what we came up with on that call as a way for them to really wrap their arms around what they're doing and make sure that all the content they're creating and that we create in addition to what they're already doing is all working together. It all has a purpose. It's all part of this seamless experience, both internal and external. So first and foremost, why is it important to create what I'm what I like to call an integrated content strategy? The first piece is external, what your audience, your customers experience. And that is we want to create a connected narrative. So everything that your potential customers, current customers, general audience, general sphere, what they see, we want it to all be consistent. We don't want them to be, you don't have to talk about the same exact thing on every single platform, but we want to be sharing the same brand message. We want to be having this conversation that sort of shifts seamlessly from one space to the next. 
because this consistency builds trust. It makes you memorable and it really helps them connect to say like, and when I say them, I mean like your audience, for example, potential customers helps them really understand like, oh, they are an authority in this space or, oh, these are the things they talk about that matters to me. So I'm going to follow them or I'm going to sign up for their newsletter. So we want to be creating this connected and consistent narrative to your external audience. That is reason number one, but just as important are the internal benefits that come from creating a more integrated content strategy. So the first is a streamlined content workflow. So what I'm going to share with you today, if you choose to use this or your own version of this, you'll probably find that it's a lot easier for you to come up with content and to figure out what comes when and who needs to do what. Because it's not just like you have a dozen different pieces floating around. There's a really clear process that you're using to come up with that content, create that content, put that content out into the world. The other internal benefit of this integrated content strategy is just general team cohesion. So whether you have an entire in-house team or you're working with multiple freelancers, in either case, having everyone working toward a, you know, the same cohesive plan helps everybody work better together rather than it being this sort of scattered process of like, oh, did you do this? Or did you get that done? Or is that finished? It's more like, you know, exactly what needs to be done when. So everybody is on the same page about what they need to do or what they're waiting on or where something is at. The final internal benefit of creating an integrated content strategy is the ability to plan ahead. So often I come into working with clients and there's no consistency in what they're doing in terms of frequency of content creation because they don't have a plan because it's just like, oh, we know that we ideally want to do X, Y, and Z, but we don't have a workflow. We don't have a process. And we're just sort of getting things done as we can. And then also putting out fires every other day. So we're not able to always be consistent and do this many posts or this many articles or this many emails. It's like whenever we can get to doing it is when it gets done. And so creating a more integrated strategy allows you to actually consistently maintain that because you actually know what needs to get done. You don't have like this ideal or this ethereal plan of like, well, it would be nice to do this. It's like, okay, we're going to do this. Then we're going to do this. Then we're going to do this. And so-and-so is going to do that. And this person's going to do that. And so even just thinking about your own strategy right now, like if you could just take a second to think about your content, you might not even, it might be even where you don't even consider it a strategy because it's just creating, you're just putting things out. So thinking about that and thinking about how creating some sort of like, um, what's the word I'm looking for, like cohesion between all of these pieces how that would just allow you to like, <sighs> especially 
if you're listening and you're a CMO or a director of marketing, even a founder, and you're managing the marketing stuff and the teams that do it, there's so much that you need to think about. You need to be focused on the high level, the strategy, the vision. And so putting something in place, an integrated content strategy in place allows you to focus on those key pieces that you do best to the things that you really bring to the table from all of your years of experience, and then allows your team to execute appropriately and effectively without everyone sort of running around trying to manage all the pieces at once. So on the call with this with this client, we were talking about how do we do this? How do we have, I'll give you sort of the rundown of what they've got going on. So they have a podcast that they do two episodes a month. They have two newsletter segments, customers and non-customers. And each one gets an email every Sunday. So that's anywhere from like three to five emails a month for each segment. And then every once in a while, or I don't even know if every once in a while, but probably a couple of times a month, they'll publish one of their podcast episodes as a blog post, but it's just a transcript of the blog post of the podcast episode. It's not actually like a written out blog post. And then they create content both free and within the membership. So some free content might go to these non-members in the emails throughout the month to try to get them into the funnel. But they didn't have any sort of any sort of strategy for like their emails, for example, they didn't really have like, okay, this email is going to do this. This email is going to do this. This email is going to do this. And then for their blog posts, they weren't even creating blog content. They were just putting transcripts out there. Like when someone had a minute to put the content out there. So what we started talking about was like, okay, how does this all come together? And then how do we bring this SEO blog content, this really important piece of the puzzle, how does that fit into all of this and not just become like another thing that we're juggling in the midst of all of this other content creation? So what we came up with was the idea of, I like to think of it as an upside down triangle. So at the top of your triangle, you have your theme for the month. I often recommend this for clients of all sizes Because a theme, even a really loose theme, gives you a starting point and it gives you something to form all of the rest of your content around. And this theme can be internal. It does not need to be external. You don't need to like announce to your audience every month, this is our theme for the month. It could just be a way that you are figuring out, okay, this is essentially what we want to put out there. And something we talked about too was not just having a theme but also having two or three really specific goals or things you want to um, achieve within that theme. So that might mean like we want to get X amount of new users around our blog content, or we want to make sure that our really unique perspective on fitness comes through as we're talking about world fitness month or something like that. So getting even more specific than just the theme, but what do we want to accomplish within this, within this month, within this theme? And when I say accomplish, I gave you those two examples because it doesn't have to be like a quantitative goal. It can just be like, okay, this was the example with the client. 
we bring a really unique perspective to health and fitness that's very different from much of the rest of the industry. So in this particular month, we want to make sure that we're sharing that unique perspective and that that really comes through in everything we talk about, because we're not just another fitness membership. We're very different than that. So using your theme as the top of that triangle and giving yourself a little clarity, taking a few minutes to get intentional about what do we want to achieve? What do we want to do with this theme? Why, basically, why does this matter? Why are we creating content around this this month? And then the next piece underneath the theme is whatever your lead content type is. And when I say lead content type, I mean, what's going to be your bulkiest, your mm, heaviest, largest, I guess, piece of content that you're creating consistently throughout the month? So for example, for this client, we're going to be creating four blog posts a month. One's going to, one published each week. This is what I recommend all clients who are starting with SEO. This is the best way to kickstart organic traffic and consistently give Google content saying, this is what we're an authority in. This is what we want to rank for and really start getting those organic keyword rankings. So because we're creating a lot of blog content there, this is really the meat of the month. This is like where we're getting a lot of length, a lot of thoroughness. We're putting a lot of information out there. So that's our lead content type. And from there, we go down the triangle, taking content from that lead type and bleeding that into the rest of the content for the month. So from that content, from those blog posts will come the podcast episodes and then will come the emails and then will come social media posts. And so those other smaller pieces, like all three of those things sort of like don't necessarily come one above the other. They're probably, let's say, like a shared third layer, if that makes sense. So if we're looking at the triangle, we have the top layer is the theme with your intention for that theme. The layer below that is your lead content type in this in this um, case, the blog post. And then there's one more layer and that's split three ways in this case between the podcast episodes, the emails and the social media posts. Because those all sort of like, work within one another. And all of those are taking their content, their ideas from the blog posts. So for you, this might work a little bit differently, might shimmy out to be a little different depending on the content that you're creating. But I'm hoping that you get the idea of we start with the theme, come down into our lead content type, and then break that down into the smaller pieces that fill out your content calendar and go out to your channels throughout the month. And this really felt like a relief for my client. They were like, okay. Like they were even, they were creating brief seats each month, which I think is really helpful, especially when you're working with a larger team to have a brief that goes over the theme, but they were kind of getting into the weeds a little bit with the brief in like, they were like, here are some research things that we can look at. And here are some top points that we can focus on. And it seemed a little bit disjointed and it wasn't like, okay, this is what we're going to put here. It was just like, here's just like a bunch of stuff and let's just somehow put this out. So by creating this sort of upside down triangle, 
rather than just saying like, here's a bunch of stuff, let's see what we can do with it. We're saying, okay, here's the theme, here are the four blog posts. And once those are written, we have a ton of content that we can just basically, this is just like repurposing an action. So then we can just pull pieces out of that for our emails, for our podcast episode. Like we can pull the two major themes or our two topics that we like the most for blog posts and turn those into podcast episodes. Um, For the social media posts, we'll just pull tons of different things out for all of our posts for the month. So it it's a way of A, repurposing, but B, sort of channeling everything in a way that feels, in my opinion and in their opinion, a little bit easier to manage. And so before everything comes the blog posts, and then we're working everything a month ahead. So for example, we uh, will start working together. We'll have our first um, big call, which will be probably this week or next, where we'll go over their brand, their business goals, what we want to make sure we get done together. And then all of November, we'll be writing the content and editing the content for December. And then December, we'll get that content scheduled to be published once a week. So we're also using this as a way to start working ahead. So we're not scrambling, as I was referencing sort of as one of the benefits of doing this is you're not scrambling to get things done because we know what we're because we have a clear plan of action, we can then implement it rather than being like, okay, in December, we're going to talk about this, but we've got to get through all of these fires and deal with all this stuff in November. And this may take a little bit of like prep up. If you are sort of still in that backlogged phase, it might take you maybe a little bit of extra work to get ahead. So then you're consistently working that month ahead. But this is how I try to work with all clients because I find that it makes my life easier. It makes their life easier to know what's coming. And you can also then use that to plan around upcoming holidays, of course, but like also deals or um, offers that you want to put out to maybe run a bigger campaign around getting a bunch of people into your membership or something. So we can plan our content around that and make sure that everything we're doing, this is key right here, everything that we're doing, all this content we're creating is actually supporting the overarching business goals, right? We're not creating content just to create it. We're creating it for a purpose. And I feel like that often I know because I see it in a lot of clients that I, when I start working with them initially, we're just creating the content to create it. We're just active on social media to get the engagement and to build followers because that's what you do. But using a model like this, especially when we look at the theming, And we say, what do we want to achieve within this theme this month? Why do we care about this as a business and as a brand? When we do that, we can really start to get so much more intentional about this content. And that's what drives things like conversions and return on investment and people actually doing the things we want them to do. That's when content really starts working for you. And when you bring SEO into the mix, then we're seeing even more benefits because then you're ranking for keywords, you're getting more organic traffic, and it's just feeding everything that you're doing already. So by creating this sort of, not sort of, this very integrated content strategy, we're able to achieve all of those goals with your content in, you know, as a result, growing your business. And I think content can get a bad rep because so often we do it without this intention and therefore it doesn't work. Of course, anything in your business is not going to work if there's no intention behind it. Your content is no different. And yet it can be so valuable when we do it correctly.
So that is the idea of this integrated content strategy. It seemed super valuable to them. It's something that we're going to follow as we start working together. And so I wanted to bring it to you. I hope this is helpful for you. I would love to hear your thoughts on it. If this was helpful, if you have more questions and if you want to create an integrated content strategy like this, definitely get in touch with me. It's like my favorite thing to do with clients. It's the first thing that we always do in some capacity, because like I said, everyone out there is creating content, but rarely is it put together in a cohesive strategy that supports the team and also supports your the external view of your brand and creating that consistency and that trust and that authority that you want to command as a growing, successful mental wellness brand that has so much to offer the world. So thank you so much for tuning in today. And I will chat with you again on another episode of Thrive Through Marketing.